Hey guys, thanks for joining us here on Dice Heist. Before we jump into the show, I'd like to give a little promotion for our Patreon. So first up, we have a Patreon that allows you, our fans, to support us and give us a chance to increase the amount of content and improve the content that we are giving you. So to start, we have four different tiers. The first is a $3 tier, second five, third, 10, and the final is a $25 tier. Now you can pick which one is best for you, and each one gives you more and more benefits. So at the $3 tier, you get access to our after show. At the $5 tier, you get access to our one-shot onslaughts, which are one-shot miniseries that we release every three months. We already have one up, and we should have another one at the beginning of October. Our $25 tier, you get a chance to sit down with me and create an NPC that will appear in Dice Heist. And they will play a pivotal role in the show at some point in time, I can promise you that. At the $25 tier, we have our merch. So every three months, you will get an exclusive merch item and be able to gain access to these exclusive merch items that have exclusive artwork and other things like that. So please check that out. Uh, On top of that, we also have two stretch goals currently planned. At the $200 uh, total, we would like to uh, start doing a giveaway to all $10 and up patrons every month. These giveaways could range from a lot of different things, from gift cards to even sitting in on our after show. And finally, our our $400 stretch goal, we would like to get all the equipment we need to record our episodes in video and give you guys access to that. This would be a Patreon exclusive thing and you would get an uncut video of the episodes. So if you guys can spare that little bit of extra money, we would really appreciate it and it would mean absolutely everything to us for you guys to join us there. So if you'd like to help us out, we would really appreciate it. Thank you very much and bye for now. Welcome to Dice Heist, where we roll the dice and see what we can get away with. My name is Nick. I'm playing Dirk Vilgoth, our arcane trickster. And uh, his original plan didn't go the way he wanted to, so he's uh, sneaking around to see what he can pull off. Over to you, Bronson. Hey, everybody. Bronson here again, playing Adam Vadova, our rogue wizard. Right now, he's just going to sit and wait until said explosion happens, and he can hopefully fuck shit up. Aaron? <laughs> Aaron here playing uh, Tebow in his combat. Bertram ner- normally. Normally. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Tebow's doing his best solid snake impression. Over to you, <laughs> Raceland. <laughs> All right. So, hi, guys. I'm Raceland, our DM. And uh, Aaron, why did you spoil the fact that you're going to be playing a guy named Nerman <laughs> uh, next episode? <laughs> um, no. Uh, so... Last time on Dice Heist, we actually wrapped up a separate combat involving Bertram. Uh, so this combat was when Agreer, the leader of the secret organization, grabbed an orb that turned him and another individual into these 
draconic creatures. Uh, during this combat, you guys fought against these draconic creatures and these statues of similar draconic creatures that came to life. In doing so, uh, they were able to wrest the orb from Agreer, and unfortunately, Agreer died due to a psychic blast from the orb. Um, the other creature involved in this named Koresha, the half-orc woman, who has also turned into this same sort of creature, uh, is currently laying on the ground and is unknown if she has survived. Uh, on the other side of things, we have Dirk, Adam, and Tebow, uh, who were currently in the same sort of building where they had fought the uh, kobold gang that attacked them as they were searching for them in their quad motor. Quad motor now definitely out of commission as far as they know, and they're currently sneaking around the building trying to get a leg up on this third party that snuck in, led by Naya, uh, who seems to be searching for the Ublex that was stolen by this gang, um, assuming to use it against you guys, similar to how she used the black pudding against you. Unfortunately, though, Dirk in his maneuvering around to try and get a good shot with one of his capsules to blast them with electricity ended up getting uh, shot by an arrow because he wasn't moving as quietly as he was hoping. Uh, basically, nat 20 perception and a nat 20 attack roll. Um, so he he felt the sting of the arrow in his behind as he ran for cover, and it forced us to roll for initiative. So we actually start at the top of initiative with Adam, who for once, once in Adam's <laughs> life here, uh, got a good initiative roll, man. I mean, come on, guys. Let's let's clap for Adam here. Yay. <laughs> you didn't suck. Yay. All right. So, <laughs> um, Adam, what are you doing with your turn? Gosh, I mean, because he's still waiting for said explosion to happen. Correct. Um, uh, I will allow you to hold your entire turn if you want. He actually, I think, that, I think what I had in mind was that I was going to hold my action said action being casting Scorching Ray on Naya, perhaps other enemies in that area, when the explosion goes off. Okay, so is a little bit further away from you. You actually have a better shot. Um, strategically, I will remind you that you have three archers directly below you mm -hmm. that you have advantage on your attack against because they're unsuspecting. I, you would have advantage on your attacks anyways, just because you're shooting from a hidden position. Um, but they are currently in... Uh, under three quarters cover from everyone else around around uh, the the other two combatants, uh, Dirk and Tebow. So you have the best shot against them, and they currently are the ones who threaten Dirk quite a bit as well. Uh, Naya, of course, is also a great option for you. Um, she's kind of in the center, and you definitely would also have advantage on your attacks against her. But um, I just wanted to make sure you were aware of the other threats. I got you. That that you might think are more important based uh... on your position. If if you say I'm allowed to like hold my turn, perhaps mm -hmm. uh, if that includes movement or all, yeah, of Adam course. would Adam would probably do something a bit daring and maybe try to jump out over as he casts Scorching Ray uh, from his gauntlet. Again, this is after the explosion. Of course, yeah. Why, why not? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's, yeah, that's what. So he's, you're gonna hold your turn until uh, you you see an explosion. Um, so next up is the archers. Um, and they seem to just be trying to track where uh, Dirk went. So Dirk is definitely hidden completely behind um, some rubble, but they have tracked you and they know where you're at. Um, so you see them, they have arrows knocked, and they are simply just waiting for your you to emerge from where you're at. Um, 
This, of course, is only obvious to Tebow and Adam. Dirk, you're unaware of this because you're just trying to keep yourself hidden at this point. Um, and we're not able to get a good right, position but, to view things. But, but Dirk did get an arrow in the ass, so yeah, he, he, does. He, he knows that yes, they have arrow. a beat on him. Yeah, he knows <laughs> that they had a beat on him, and this is a fair thing to assume that they still are keeping that beat. Um, next up, we have Tebow. Uh, Tebow, you got a good view on everything going on right now. What do you want to do? Um, <clears throat> does, does Tebow understand that the people that are here are clearly looking for something? I mean, she called out at the when they arrived that they uh, the kobolds we were fighting had something she was looking for yeah you heard her refer to an ooplex which you remember um because you work you've worked for almic for like yeah. the last three weeks that's gonna be money. you know that that's what went missing was an ooplex okay. so you know that they had this ooplex and you're assuming that they're trying to rest away this very dangerous creature like you know exactly how dangerous this creature is okay perfect that was um that's all the info i was fishing for okay uh tivo's gonna look i assume he would then have a decent idea where or where this something like this could could be kept or what kind of container contraption it might be kept in Mm -hmm. whether or not that's in something else uh you know he would have no way to tell but um he's gonna start looking for where he might suspect an ublex could be hidden or the container for an ublex okay could be hidden in this uh place you get any sense of that So I'm going to say roll an investigation check because this is definitely a little bit more of a knowledge-based thing as well. 13. 13. Okay, so with a 13, um, you're able to kind of look around and you don't see anywhere that might make sense. Uh, The things that you know are that an ublex needs to be... Oh, sorry. Did I go outside yet? No. Oh, no, I thought you were on the outside of the building. Oh, yeah, you're outside the building. So I can't really do this. (laughs) No, 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 you can't. You're right. You can't look. I'm going to finish climbing down the building. (laughs) So you climb down the building, but you can take a moment to kind of like retrospectively think about it. Sure. Okay. Um, So we'll say that that was, uh, you you can make this investigation. It's just more you thinking about what's happened. Sure. Um, You're like, as as you're out on the outside, like, where could this thing have been? To just kind of think about where you're going to go next. And um, your, your instincts... Uh, tell you that you didn't see anywhere that it made sense it was on the first floor, like in this open area. It must be either on the outskirts or maybe in a hidden uh, lower level or upper levels. It just, it's not in the central area here. Because you know that the Ublex is a larger creature. Uh, It's roughly about man-sized in, you know, shape and size, and it must be contained in an impermeable space, whether that be glass, steel, uh, chest-like container, something that's large enough to hold this amorphous blob that's able to move even through, like, a mesh. Okay. Um, and generally, it also has to be a sturdy container as well. Um, and they did not steal the container from it. They just stole the the ooze. So, uh, you're assuming that they used some sort of <laughs> container to transport him, but it was not his container. Yeah, one would hope. Um yeah. Um, you know that he Elmick uses electrified uh, tanks to keep them from going towards the outside using uh, powerful magic. Okay. Well, um, he still saw Dirk drop down the hole, uh, so he's gonna continue crawling down to the floor below where he was on the mm-hmm. inside. Um, if there's any windows on this hole, he's gonna look in and then hop inside of one. Okay. There's no one obviously looking at it. Yeah, so you're able to climb down to the first floor, and you do see a window that allows you to climb in. Um, directly in front of you, however, is dirt. 
Um, I'm going to need you to make a stealth check to not be seen by the other combatants. <laughs> 21. Okay. 21. So with a 21, you're able to sneak in fairly sneakily and try and get a good position near dirt as you're able to see him. Um, so you guys are within uh, communication range. Um, Dirk, you're definitely able to see him as he climbs in through the window, but your position hides you from the archers and the other individuals inside. Uh, Tebow is going to hold up <clears throat> a finger against his cobalt jaws in a shushing motion. Captain Obvious uh, move on his phone, but he's going to do it while looking at Dirk. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> he's going to shush Dirk, who is trying to already cry. Uh, and thematically correct, it is now Dirk's turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, do, is is Dirk aware of uh, how close Naya and the others that are approaching is? Do uh, you have an idea of that? Nobody can assume that. They are probably okay. moving in on your location. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So Dirk knows they have a bead on him. Can can he hear them moving in on his? Like, can he hear them at all? Like uh, moving towards him. You can make a perception check. Sure. Yeah, I don't think that's great. Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen. Uh, you're unsure. There's a lot of noise okay. going on with rubble moving and stuff like that. You're unable to tell, but you do know there's some sort of movement going on right now. Okay. Um, can Dirk try to, uh, stealth and move to an area where he can get visual and if he sees them close enough, he's going to chuck the capsule. Okay. Uh, uh, is that another yeah. stealth check? Yeah. You'd have to make another stealth check. Okay. Um, and Yeah. Go ahead and actually, I need you to make that stealth check with disadvantage because you're going to need to move out of your space to do, like, out of your uh, hiding spot. Oh, disadvantage didn't do too bad. I rolled a 17 and a 15, so that's a 25. Okay, so Ooh. the 25, um, I am going to roll for the three archers. Um, however, the highest one is a 19, so they definitely missed. Uh, that was a required natural 20 to catch you, so they did not. Um, so you were able to sneak out and get to a better position to chuck the uh, orb. And yeah, you do capsule. so. Oh, the capsule, yeah. Sorry. Stuck yep. on. Or I got orb on the brain here. Uh, <laughs> so you chuck the capsule into the center of uh, these three. Um, yep. that and are. it's a common lightning capsule, 10-foot radius explosion. Uh, it has all three charges, so it'll be 46 Okay. Damage. So go ahead and roll 46 damage, and that is a DC 13 dexterity save. Pass. Would it be would it be 13 or 14? Uh, oh no, uh, above above common. Okay, yeah. never mind. Yeah. So uh, we have one failure with one of the rakish individuals. Uh, I rolled 13 for okay. lightning damage. Okay. So he's gonna take full damage. Okay. All right. So 13 damage. And six to the other two. Awesome. Uh, so Nani takes that damage. Um, and is that it for Dirk's turn? Uh, let's see. Um, 
did I did I need to use my bonus action for the for the stealth for the hiding? Yes. Yeah. You're okay. in combat now, so yeah, that, that makes sense. And yeah, uh, that that should probably be it, unless he can move a little bit further in, like away from or take cover, so that the the archers can't shoot him. Um. Yeah. I mean, you're fairly hidden already, based on your your movement, your stealth, even after Chuck okay. the orb. Um, that's what the disadvantage um, was signifying because you were in a bad position to start and you kind of put yourself in a bad position in the middle. Um, so there's that. Uh, okay. And, and uh, Zed, Zed is going to be uh, flying and kind of hanging out near where he is, but hidden. Uh, okay, sure. Um, yeah, that's fine. We'll just we'll just say from now on that, that dirt, uh, he's near you and then we'll roll if we need to to keep him hidden as well. Um, okay. Uh, so next up we have ninjas uh who at this point have remained hidden um and i'm just gonna roll a random luck check to see because they've been sneaking around as well trying to find you guys um and i'm just gonna roll random luck check to see if you guys come across each other uh so on a d20 uh 15 or higher uh there's some sort of encounter and we'll decide how that goes the six uh so they they do not find you guys they're still kind of milling about and they're definitely keeping themselves secret from um, so next up is Naya. It's her turn. And she has a general idea of where this orb was thrown from. Um, so she is going to cast Melf's Minute Meteor right now. Fuck you, Melf. And, <laughs> and created above her is six tiny meteors that glow with this flaming energy. Uh, they float in the air orbiting around her head. Uh immediately after this she takes a moment and focuses in near that spot okay and chucks one towards uh dirk's location so dirk um this uh, is going to be a, oh, sorry what did you say uh wasn't adam also holding his action for the explosion yeah oh you're right he was okay yeah so adam go ahead and do what you were going to do instead and this will happen uh shortly after that so is Naya really the only one that I see, or do I see the archers as well? You see everyone except for the ninjas in Got this, in okay, this okay. encounter. You're in a you're um, in a very advantage and advantageous position. I think Adam's actually going to aim all of the scorching ray at Naya. Okay, cool. So I like that. Multiple times it. I think it's I think it'd be attack. very attack rolls. Yep, I know that but she's kind of oh, She is. No, because this happens before she even casts the spell. Shit! Yeah, sorry. Yep. Shit! <laughs> oh! No! <laughs> uh, all right, so... Uh, go ahead and make three attack rolls with advantage. Yeah. Well, yeah, advantage it just sucks so bad. <laughs> wait, wait, with advantage? Yeah, because you're attacking from a hidden position. Oh, that's that's another thing. That's another thing. If I was hidden and I was throwing a a tiny little capsule that's the size of pretty much a pea, would they have would they have had disadvantage on their on their deck saves or would you how how would you rule that? Yeah, I I just I made it a regular deck save. I I think that that's fair. I mean, they knew where you were bef like beforehand. Um yeah, so I I this was just more an uh, like a way to make sure you got yourself out of being like you were not hidden before, is what I'm saying. Uh, and you wanted to be in a hidden position after you were done chucking it. 
So mm. you couldn't take advantage of advantage before that. So go ahead. Sorry. I know. That is 18. 18. Okay. First. Definitely. That is 16 for the second. Okay. I believe that also hits. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, that's 25 for the okay. third. So all three hit. So just go ahead and do nice. 66 damage. Okay, 24. so 24 points of damage towards Naya. Fire damage, yeah. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Naya takes Oh, eight. yeah, and Adam would have, um, I guess, gone to the very edge of the floor he's on to fire the down at right? Mm-hmm. Floor below. Yeah. Rogues are not particularly good against a huge number of combatants, so these these last couple combats have been tough for Dirk. <laughs> yeah. And you just used a lot of your resources to try and combat that. Cobalt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, from the cobalt in the street to the cobalt in the building. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've used a lot of your capsules as grenades. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, okay, so after Adam's turn, uh, just reacting and chucking in the uh, the Scorching Ray. It is now Naya's turn, and as described before, she is um, going to cast Melf's Minute Meteor, and six glowing red orbs start to float and circle her head. Uh, she immediately uses her bonus action uh, to chuck a number of them towards where she knew uh, Dirk to be at one point in time during this combat. Um, however, Dirk, you, you did successfully hide yourself after. So what I'm going to say here to keep things... Uh, uh, to keep things fair is that you will have advantage on this dexterity saving throw against these two. Okay, cool. Uh, a natural 20, however, will negate all damage. So get a good chance of just completely skipping this. Um, and she is going to chuck two at you. Okay. So go ahead and roll two advantage dexterity saving throws. All right, first one, uh, 16 plus 7, so that's uh, 23. And okay. Then second, second one, 18 plus 7, so 25. Okay. Uh, so 20. Okay. Um, so now natural 20, so you do not get uh, negate all of the damage for either of them, but you are going to take half damage for both, um, just as the heat is kind of just licking towards you, and that's only six points of damage via that anyways. Um, so, that's pretty lucky. Um, that will be it for her turn. Um, as she kind of uh, moves herself away from your location, moving behind these two rakish figures, and uh, then it's actually going to be their turn. Uh, so these two individuals are going to rush forward and move towards your location, or at least your known location, and are going to make active uh, perception checks to try and find you. Um, neither of them are able to find you, uh, but they are currently within 10 feet of you as they're trying to search around for you. Okay. Um, so that's going to be it for their turn, and we're going to move back up to Adam. 
Adam, you are still in an adva advantageous position. However, uh, you do see that the three archers below may have caught into the fact that they saw those blasts of flame fly over their head towards Naya. Right. So your position may be uh, thrown or maybe given. So you might need to make another stealth check to stay hidden next round. What do you do? Yeah, I'm going to do that. Uh, I'm going to try to move out of view and kind of stealth away. We're going to do some guerrilla tactics, I guess. Okay, sure. Yeah, go ahead. This. Um, yeah, let's see. Let's see. Yep, just make a straight stealth check. That's 14. Okay, so 14. Uh, two of the archers do catch you, though. Oh, Snapple. Um, and they are currently uh, holding a bead on. Okay. So they will get their attacks on you next on their next turn. All right, all right. Uh, we will say that you will have partial cover, though, based on, like, where you're to. Cool. So. And if I'm not... Am I able... Yeah, I'm able to see at least some of it, right? Mm-hmm. Then I guess I'm going to fire off a frostbite at one of them. Okay, at one of the archers? Mm -hmm. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so that's an attack roll, or is that a saving throw? I believe it's an attack. Okay. No, con save. Okay, it's so con constitution save. save. Mm-hmm. You have to be a 14er. Okay. Don't. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. Don't be a 14er. But... Constitution, huh? Mm -hmm. Where's the die? It's a 12. So you're good. Ooh. Yes. All right. So they will take a d6 cold damage, and they have disadvantage on the next weapon attack against me. 2d6 cold damage. 2d6 cold damage is what I'm <laughs> just testing my DM on his D&D knowledge. Yeah. Once we get like level 10, I'm going to stop reminding you, so you better pay attention. Uh, that's five points of cold damage. Okay, cool. So five points of cold damage, mm -hmm. and they have disadvantage on their next attack roll. And we'll say that's one that definitely had a beat on you. That makes sense. Uh, you would have gone after one of them. Dope. Uh, so they'll have disadvantage on uh, their next attack, not attacks for that round, right? It's the. It has disadvantage on the next weapon attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. Okay, so it's just one attack. Cool. All right. Uh, so after Adam, it is next the archers. So we're gonna go with the first two from the one that did not get hit with the uh, uh, frostbite. Okay. Uh, that's an eighteen for one of them. Plus sure five. Me. So that's a twenty-three. De yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Plus six, so twenty-four. Cool. Okay. <laughs> I, I just wasn't sure if you were going to try and shield. That's more what I was concerned about. I'm waiting for that. Okay. <laughs> uh, you are still effectively in Bladesaw, just to be clear. Cool. So. Uh, next up, ooh, that is a 20 and a 23. Ouch, yeah. From the, oh, wait, hang on. That was the disadvantage attack because that was the next one. So that should only be a 20, which will hit you. Yeah. And the other attack is a 20. <laughs> 25. All three. All four attacks. Oh, all four attacks, I guess. Oh, no, 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 you're right. You're right. It is only I three. thought it was three. It's only three. You're right. I'm just fucking throwing shit at you. All right. So the first attack is going to do 10. Eight. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh, fuck. Eight. Okay. And another eight, because I rolled another four. <laughs> and Adam is down. Oh, yes. <laughs> do you have any more spell slots to... I do, but I've uh, not declared them. That's true. You're right. That's fine. 
Uh, All right. Ride or die. Fair. Yeah, you're down. I, I really thought I wasn't going to take 23 hit points. You got wrong. <laughs> yeah, should should have fucking shielded. Yeah. yeah. I, I, th I thought they were, were going to miss. Didn't think Shield would have only blocked one of them, which would have kept you alive. Yep. Yep. Well, yeah. Oh, well. Hopefully. Well, you live and you learn, or in this case, you die and forget. And you're down. <laughs> with no yep. healer around. However, you have sent a message to Mudbreaker. That's true. However, the problem is, is that Mudbreaker's asking for clarification of where you are, and you're down, so you can't help. So uh, you're just fucked. Okay. Uh, next well, I mean, he did give know, the I'm street... Kidding the street name and stuff he right? did he did so. he gave a good location in a brief okay. description he did yeah place, spent maybe. the whole turn on it. okay it's beautiful beautiful yeah. description um <laughs> all six seconds of detail yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay um so that was it for those archers the other one still kind of unsure what's going on is still just kind of searching around and is unable to fire off a shot tebow you are up next uh, Tebow is, do I still see this lady that has floating meteors around her head? Heck yes, yes. You... Uh, Tebow from his Heidi spot is going to shoot her. Okay. Seems like the jig is up. So Tebow literally seconds ago was holding up a shushing sign to Dirk, who then made Everything explode. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Tebow was like, he just has a wide eyes, like what? The fuck? Uh, and he is going uh, to uh, shoot, shoot at the meteor lady. Okay. As he falls her. Go ahead head. and make an attack roll. Fuck. That is a uh, seventeen. That hits. She got a low AC right now. Well, good. This dumb bitch forgot that uh, she needed to cast Mage Armor. And this dumbass DM forgot to mention that, you know, she was wreathed in an energy that made it look like she had Mage Armor. So uh, that's nine pierce. Well, stand by. Uh, I would like her. So dumb. Uh, <laughs> I would like. Goading strike. <laughs> yep. He's going to use. Uh... <laughs> what, what do you say to her to goad her as you shoot? Hey, bitch. <laughs> Your neighbors are gonna think so poorly of you by the time we're done. <laughs> oh god! All right. Uh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> he's gonna shoot her. I did say that. Uh, and hang on. What's my superiority die? I think it's a D eight. Mm -hmm. Doesn't count. Although I'd like it to. Ooh, even better. Uh, she'll take an additional six, totaling to whatever I said before plus six. <laughs> uh, it was nine. Uh, it was nine. Yeah, nine okay. and six. Okay, so fifteen. 15. Piercing. Uh, that's a six. It's a DC fifteen whiz. That's not what I'm saving for first, but okay. Thank you. This con save throw for concentration. What'd you roll? Uh, six plus her constitution, two and nine. So she drops Melf's yes. Mighty Meteors. Uh, and this is a wisdom saving throw. Yes. Uh, totaling to eight. So yeah, she just gets double fucked right yeah, now. Yeah, so she'll have disadvantage on all uh, attack rolls against targets other than Tebow nice. until the end of Tebow's next turn. Nice, nice. And you you also did 15 points, so. Yep. Uh, he will... Ooh, can I... Was, did I have advantage because I was hidden? 
You want me to just roll first? Sure, see if why I crit? Not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, you were hidden. Oh, damn. No, no. crits. Okay. Uh, but his second attack, he will shoot at him. Okay, sure. sure. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 17 again. 17 hits. Cock. Although I'd like to keep it. It's not Oh, even thing. better. Oh, God. Man of the dice train rules. Uh, I get it. Although I hate you hate yourself for I it. Hate I'm sure. You, yep. You hate nine. To see it. Nine more, sir. Nine more piercing. As you. Are you gonna double go there? <laughs> oh no! You I'm can't out. use two That was my. Oh. Well, even if I could, that was my yeah. last one until I rest. Okay. Uh, she ain't looking good. She's not looking good. Uh, yeah. Her her little orbs explode above her head in small puffs of smoke, and it is now um, going to be. Dirk's turn as Tebow finishes that off. Uh, you see Naya just kind of like holding her gut after getting shot twice, um, glaring down at, at your newfound friend Tebow. Um, what are you doing here? You're in a hidden position and there are, there are two rakish figures near you. Two rakish figures near me. I don't know. I, f I feel like Dirk really, really has a grudge against Naya, though. Yeah, I mean that's fine. Uh, so this, 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 this is this is this is a tough decision. Um, fuck it. Yeah, Dirk's gonna Dirk's gonna take an arrow from his quiver, mm -hmm. uh, grab grab his bow, and pop out and right at Naya. Uh, Naya. Yep. Okay, go ahead. Um, you are from hidden position, so you get advantage on this roll. Yeah. Uh, so that's a natural 19. Okay. That. Uh, pl plus plus a lot. You definitely um, hit, and you do get your sneak attack. Yeah. Giving you an extra so, 3d6 to damage. Let's see. It's a d8 because it's equivalent of a longbow, mm -hmm. and then 3d6, and then what is my bonus? Okay, that's plus 4. Okay. okay. Not the best let's see 10 14 uh 18 points of damage okay so with 18 points of damage you do a significant blow to her and she is still looking even worse for wear right now okay um however these two figures definitely uh square up towards you okay uh but they're they're still 10 feet away right yes yeah they're not immediately next to you okay Dirk is going to uh, take off a bit, running down uh, 40 feet, trying to find cover and bonus action hide again. Okay, so go ahead and make that bonus action hide. Um, they generally know the direction you're going in, so they will also have advantage on their perception checks to find. Oh, that's all right, because I rolled a natural 19, so that's 29, so okay. good luck. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we're going to say that you actually completely throw them off. Um, you, you start running down one direction, but um, immediately, as soon as you get behind any sort of rubble, you quickly uh, turn yourself and are now going the opposite direction from where you initially went, um, completely negating any advantage they would have had to try and find. Sweet. Um, so next up is going to be the ninjas. Um, and a lot of things have been happening. Um, and I think actually there's an increased chance that they would find Dirk right now. Um, but specifically, they are kind of still milling about and they might be moving on Adam too, who is now down. Um, so we're gonna roll and this time 
I on... forgot that Alan was down. <laughs> yeah. Well, Debo doesn't know where you are. Exactly. Yeah. You guys have no idea yeah. that Adam is down, honestly, because you guys weren't paying attention oh, to him. No. Um, so we're going to roll on a 12 or higher. Ninjas are going to find some. That's a five. Still no one is found. Dumb ninjas. Ninjas are still moving around stealthily. Um, Should have stayed in school. And are, are you keeping track of their stealth rolls and our passive perception? Is that is that uh, a factor here? It is or? not based on where they're at and where you guys okay. are at. It's like literally impossible for you guys to get a line of sight on them. Okay. So based on where everyone moved to, uh, the only one who had any chance was Adam, and that was only on the first turn. So... Isn't this some good quality music? This is Giants on the War March. Earth Shakers Go to War by Renee Van Toll from BattleBards.com. That's where we get all our background music and sound effects for the show. What is BattleBards? BattleBards is the most premium audio library ever created for the tabletop gaming experience, along with tools built specifically to use the audio seamlessly in-game. Tailor-made background music inspired by fantasy races and locations, voiceover scripts written to bring life to everyday NPC interactions, and a colossal array of bone-crushing, spell-blasting sound effects. This is BattleBards. If you're looking to get the best value out of BattleBards.com, I would recommend giving BattleBards Prime subscription a try. With this monthly subscription, you can enjoy streaming access to all BattleBards content access to all BattleBards tools, including their soundboard and mixer, the ability to upload and mix your own private audio library, and 20% off all purchases of sounds you wish to permanently add to your collection. I think this is enough for me. Go check it out for yourself and see what they have to offer. Now, let's get back to Dice. Um, next up is going to be, uh, Naya. Uh, Naya is taking a lot of hits right now and she's not, she's not feeling great. Um, so she is going to make what some in the biz might call a desperate move. She begins to focus inward and casts a spell. called Adam's Demise. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> no. Um, Adam's Soul Trap. <laughs> Fuck. He's secretly a hag and has a soul, soul bag. <laughs> she casts a spell, and you're unsure of what the spell might be. But uh, she then immediately 
turns towards some rubble and points towards it. it says, dig there. Get it out now. Mm. Uh, uh, and yep, that's pretty desperate. Then she tries to huddle behind some rubble herself, trying to keep herself away from you because you were the last person to attack her. Um, Dirk, based on your new position, however, you do have sight of her, but she does have three quarters cover. Okay. Um, so next up. Sorry, give me one second. I'm having trouble. Yeah, when, there we go. Let me know when I need to make saves. Yeah, that's going to be on your turn. <laughs> Coming up here shortly. Uh, so the two rakish figures are going to... Um, they, they lose track of you completely. Uh, and seeing that she's pointing towards this, this rubble and saying, find it here, get it out, get it out, uh, they're going to rush over and they're going to start digging at the rubble. And they pull it out and they both have to make dexterity saving throws as there's a crocodile near there. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them is going to fail and is going to attack, be attacked by a croc that uh, we discussed a long time ago was hidden in the rubble around here. Uh, Uh, And that croc, what a croc, is uh, gonna... I know. Boo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's nowhere near as bad as the jokes provided by our loyal patron, Chris. Um, (laughs) Holy shit. That's good. That's some good shit right there. Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> That's Good 30 job, points of damage crocodile. to one of these Holy guys. Hell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, rolled near max. Um, so one of them takes a decent amount of damage and is still able to get to its destination and begins digging through this rubble. As you guys see that slowly this metal um, banged up box is revealed and they immediately start shooting into it. <laughs> Tebow, literally, you... you just the, for the audience's sake, Tebow just like <laughs> furiously starts shaking his head in denial Idiots. of what is happening right now. Oh, and after a few shots ring out, silence rings over the building as this icky, clear form begins to ooze out of the metal box. And. Mm. Everyone in this room is going to make a wisdom save right now. Wee. Every, everyone yeah, in the I think, room. I think even Adam is going to, but Adam's going to make it at disadvantage. I think. I think he's still he's still conscious, like feeling this pain right now, and is still like, yeah. All right. I think his status oh, effect when, is when you unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> when you say everyone in the room, you mean literally everyone. That's fair. It, I mean, it's fair, but he, he's also like still. I, I get it. I'm just he's still got a fun. brain to fuck with, so. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go around the table here first. Uh, Dirk, what'd you get? So you said wisdom? Yes. Uh, 14. 14, okay. Uh, Adam? 17. Okay, that's decent. Even at disadvantage? Yeah, I got 19 and a 14 on the die. Nice, okay. Um, I'm just double T-bow. checking to see if I have indomitable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you. I think you get that at level 9. Oh, no. Thanks. 12. 12 okay all right um so i gotta tell you nobody rolled well for this <laughs> it's like worst things what top 10 we're, we're all the oobleks bitch can tell you bitches now yeah so yeah. uh now i need constitution saving throws from everyone. okay 
Fucking It's hell. worse. Disadvantage? <clears throat> no, I think actually you're going to automatically fail a constitution <laughs> saving throw in this Fair. case. Uh, 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 17 for Dirk. 17, okay. 10. 10, okay. So, Adam, you automatically fail one death saving throw. Oof. Oh, shit. Um, as you fall deeper into sleep, just okay. falling back into the black. Right. Tebow, you pass out. No. Uh, but as you do so, you see the forms around you also begin to fall. The two rakish figures fall back towards the crocodile that was attacking them, and you see as they fall, <laughs> it just chomps down on one of their heads, oh, too. Fucking hell. Like, fucking croc path. Straight out of fucking Jurassic Park, this thing is just munching down on them as they begin to pass out. Um, and <laughs> Naya, uh, you see she crumples as well. The archers are able to, you can see they clutch their heads, but they begin running out of the building. Ninjas are nowhere to be seen. Dirk, nowhere to be seen. Adam, nowhere to be seen. Dirk, you rolled a 17, right? Yeah, constitution, yep. You feel a prying, alien, slimy feel inside your mind. Mm -mm, don't like it. Don't like it. No, no, you do not. You do not. And it's slowly gripping at your consciousness. Better. Feeling you. Feeling your memories. Ew. Feeling up your brain, dude. <laughs> it, it focuses in on things, and it just makes you uncomfortable, as if you're being exposed, as if you're standing up in front of people naked. Being violated. And, and, and it's not like it's not like you're being violated. It's it's more like, you know, like I know Dirk probably wouldn't care if he just walked out into a room naked. But like normal people, how they would react walking out into a room naked. <laughs> right. Um it's it's a very uncomfortable feeling and you can feel your own consciousness just being wrested away from you you know that if you don't move something bad could happen to you but from your position you're not able to see anyone else right now so you don't know how this is affecting anyone else um so we're gonna leave you with that and adam Fuck. <clears throat> you remember getting hit by these arrows, these three arrows that struck you. Yeah. And you're laying on the ground, coughing, blood spurting out of your mouth, and just, you see the end. It's it's close mm -hmm. for you. And you just, this, this slimy feeling inside your mind, similar to what I described, dirt, just, just, let it go. And that's what you do. All right. You begin to let it go. And you slip a little bit further into death. Uh, Adam, can you roll a d20 for me? This is a death save throw. Whoops. Cocked <laughs> for sure. Uh, question. 12. Mm -hmm. Does this affect Zed as well? Zed is a magical construct. So I'm going to say no. Because I'd actually argue that Zed is an extension of your own consciousness that you're able to separate. So yeah. he, he's, he's similarly being affected as you are, but I think if you're okay, he'll be okay. Um, okay. So, so we got a 12 mm -hmm. from Adam. Mm 
on his next day, death saving throw. And immediately, Adam, after being told by this creature to just give up, says no. And fights back a little bit further. Give me another roll. <laughs> Five. The battle slips a little bit further mm. in the fate of death. Another roll. <laughs> Four. <laughs> That's dead. Adam. You fall fully. Deep, deep. You fall for it. You're gone. Things up. It it is. Sad. Um Dirk, you have a chance to do something here. What do you want to do? Uh you are unaware and... of Adam's situation also, just to be clear. So Yeah. Uh Dirk hands uh, Zed a capsule of healing and tells him uh, Adam or Tebow if you see them down give this to them and then Dirk just tears off out of the building uh, full, full speed and tries to hopefully have Zed uh, bring somebody uh or help somebody if they need it, but he, he's trying to get the fuck out of there before he's fucked up forever. And you gave him a health potion, is that what you said? Yeah, a health capsule, yep. Okay. Okay. And he's going to go searching for one of them if they're down. Okay. Make a perception check for him. Because that was essentially 18 seconds that it took for Adam to die. Make a perception roll. And DC, we're going to say is 15. All right. 15. Eek. That was an 18 on the die. You see him before Ooh. those 18 seconds are up. And Zed rushes over to him. Zed pops the capsule in his mouth. He knows what to do. I'm gonna. I've already taken two earlier. Two. You, yeah, earlier. you're you're true. That is very correct. <laughs> so, I forgot okay. about that. Yeah, yes. Man. Nope. Capsule popping feed. So I need you to make. Uh, first off, you're gonna roll two d four plus two, and you're going to gain back those hit points as Adam was brought to the brink of death and is brought back here. <laughs> four points. Oh. So four points. Adam is still <laughs> on the ground, bleeding as these three arrows stick out of his chest numerous other wounds still riddling his body. Uh, he feels broken and defeated. But And, and he just sees Zed on, like, on his chest. Just... Yes. Uh, <laughs> just make a turning his head. <laughs> make a constitution saving throw. As this is the fourth capsule you've taken like in the past minute and a half. I mean, six. Six. You take four points of damage. <laughs> You're not going to take damage. Um, but with a six, you are poisoned. Okay. You are under the poison condition right now. All right. So you're fucked right now. <laughs> you feel it. Um, uh, also, as um, once Dirk gets out of range, mm -hmm. uh, if he's still in range too, uh, see through Zed's eyes, he's going to peek through Zed's eyes. So I don't know if this would happen within that time. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, you, you are able to get out of range and then peek through Zed's eyes and you see Adam sputter back to life, um, but he definitely looks fucked right now. Super mm -hmm. fucked. Got like three arrows plus all sorts of other bangs and bruises. Um, Adam, you are able to try and stumble your way out of the building if you choose. Yeah, uh, if Adam needs to, he would spend his last spell slot casting shield in case anything tries to okay. hit him. All right. Um, so we're going to kind of wrap up this combat right now because um, almost all of them, uh, Adam, you're able to gain consciousness and fight back against this Ublex. And you're able to rest yourself away and rush out of the building. As you do so, you see the three archers pass out, or passed out on the, the ground. However, you see Naya, bitch, enter. Somewhere like down below. Yeah, you, you, okay. you are walking out of the building. You got down to the first floor and are walking out the opposite side, not the side where you guys entered and where the cannon was firing. It's the opposite side. Okay. And you see a couple different vehicles. There's like three quad motors here. You assume that they were the vehicles of the gang uh, that Naya ran that came in, right? Sure. So she is driving off currently in one of those vehicles. Um, and you just see a sickening smile come from her as she looks back. And you hear uh, a shout from afar. I'll get you next time, motherfuckers. And yeah, we're done with the combat right now. Um, Dirk, you're able to compose yourself seeing that Adam ran out. And you also see this as Zed follows him. Um, I'm sure you will circle yourself back around to the other side of the building after this. Um, under quick examination, you can tell that the three archers are not dead, but passed out. Um, and the... Uh, the other individuals inside, you find the ninja quite quickly, ninjas quite quickly. They had almost moved all the way around to your location. But they passed out too? They were passed out as well. If we can, let's cuff all of them. Yeah, so so Dirk comes in, <laughs> and I'm going to remind Dirk, I think Dirk forgets. Dirk has a bag of holding. And inside yes. his bag of holding is like 30 <laughs> handcuffs of multiple different <laughs> sizes. Because nice. that one time where he didn't have After handcuffs when he needed time. them, he's like, fuck this. And like, Literally one day they were filling out the rec forms and they, someone was like, the fuck is this for? <laughs> so Dirk, you have a plethora of handcuffs that will definitely work on all of these in here. Okay, um, perfect. <laughs> and you guys can hear actually emergency vehicles uh, converging on your location as you begin coughing all of these. Adam, you have a brief moment of panic as you look down at the center of the room. Mm-hmm. So two of the, the two rakish individuals uh, have been eaten by a crocodile. Just, they're dead. They, they fell asleep right next to crocodiles. Fair enough. Not far from them, you see a body that definitely concerns you. You see Naya. What? She fell right where she did before. <gasps> oh, fuck. Uh, exactly. Fuck, 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 fuck. fuck, fuck. Uh, and as, as Adam has this oh, fuck moment... You see Mudbreaker storms through the door, has a lead-lined chest in his hand, and starts charging <laughs> towards Adam like, you guys called for help. Adam said, Adam, Bertram said you needed this? It's gone. 
Bertram said you needed a, a lead line chest. It's gone, and Adam's gonna just fucking pass out <laughs> unconscious. All right, so yeah, uh, from his wounds, Adam falls unconscious. As as, as Dirk uh, comes back with the cobalt that he had in the chest, or uh, in the crate that he shoved the cobalt uh, leader, mm-hmm. he's just dragging him back towards Mudbreaker after he br- busts in. Uh, he's definitely passed out too, like just thumping yeah. around as you drag him. <laughs> um, and you, you roll the crate towards him and he, he flops out of it um, as as he rolls towards Mudbreaker and as, as put in shackles as well uh, you guys load them into the back of this vehicle and Naya is captured most of her gang uh, or all of her gang that survived is captured as well um, just a few dead the giant crocodiles that are milling about are uh, also taken and hopefully will be rehomed somewhere where they belong um, or just killed. You don't know what's going to happen there. Um, Tebow comes to his senses eventually and awakens in the, the, the milling of the police officers as you wake up and one of them is standing over you, kind of just keeping an eye on you. And as you wake, are you all right? He was gonna like pat himself. Mm-hmm. I'll feel all his limbs. Uh. Yes. Y- yes. I think. <laughs> what, what's your name, sir? Tebow. Are Are you Are you Are you Mudbreaker? No, no. <laughs> Mudbreaker's my boss. He's over there. Oh. I think he owes me some money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, can, can I ask, why are you here in this altercation? Are you part of the Kobold gang? Nope. No, 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 no. I, I was uh security guard where your uh-huh. two colleagues showed up. Uh-huh. So he, he seems very, Dirk, like, doubting of this. Dirk, and I was in this yells from to <laughs> keep them from dying and as you can see I did an excellent job uh, case closed as they say uh, uh, you're like you're sitting on the back of a quad motor of like an emergency vehicle <laughs> and like with tubes and shit like poking into Adam right now laying on a gurney behind you <laughs> he's still got like a broken air- three broken arrows that they still haven't removed because they're worried he's gonna bleed out if they take him out uh, so He's fine. <laughs> Dirk, Dirk uh, doesn't hear what he says, but he sees them questioning him, and he's like, "He's with us." <laughs> Told you. Told you. <laughs> Told you. Can you get Mudbreaker? <sighs> Mudbreaker's busy at this time, but we can discuss things in a moment. Just wait here patiently. I have literally all day. I guess. <laughs> I'm just going to sit down. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, you just sit down and chill. Um, Adam is completely unconscious right now, just in a dazed state. He's probably like, yeah, like in and out. Yeah, basically, they gave they gave him some heavy painkillers right now. He's just like he's feeling a lot better. This is like almost the worst Adam's ever been. Actually, last time. Was when he fucking fought Naya. Yeah, it, was, it is. It was probably like his worst time. Yeah. Because he went down, came back up, went down again, yeah. came back up. Yep. 
fuck. She just keeps kicking the shit out of him every time they meet. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, so, that yeah. fucking thing I have Zed, right? It, it is a good thing. Was... I didn't expect you to be able to do anything because he was so far away. Yeah. So that's why we rolled it out the way we did. Um, so Mudbreaker is talking with Dirk. Mudbreaker is, like, very concerned right now. Like, Dirk, I got a message from Aaron. All right. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's like the first time I've ever done that, man. I got a message from Bertram. He he said he said he had he needed a box lined with lead. We hurried and got it as quickly as possible. Where is Bertram? Is Bertram not uh, with you guys? Uh, sorry to tell you, Chief. Uh, Bertram's somewhere else, somewhere with his his father, I think. Some some He's sort what? of yeah, some isn't he in back in Vago? Uh from what from what little information I have, uh he's here somewhere and I guess he's with him somewhere by the docks, he said. Uh I assume Eastgate docks, but uh He said he didn't know. I I maybe. <laughs> I don't think I got <clears throat> Yeah, no. He's, yeah, we'll just say that. He's like, where? He's like, can't answer that. <laughs> he wouldn't tell me where he was. I just assumed he was with you guys. But, uh, yeah, that's that's probably an issue if he needs a lead box. But uh, we also have another problem. Uh, there's this huge ooze that uh, has some really disturbing abilities. It can take form of anything that it's seen before or had contact with. Oh, hold uh, on one second. I'm sorry. He opens up his page. Oh, he he just said never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fine. Code four. Oh, we'll, we'll have to uh, yell at Bertram later for uh, going solo <laughs> on some other sort of mission without us. But, uh, yeah, I gotta tell you, I'm, I'm kind of ready to yell at you and Adam for the same exact thing here. Ha. <laughs> I mean, it was good yeah. if you involve Tebow here, but... You know. I need my breaker! <laughs> <laughs> Look, just hear Tebow call. There, there, is, there is this this ooze. It's called an oobleck. And it is bad news, Chief. Can... Yeah, I, okay. Oozes are bad news. Yeah, whatever. It's it's just no, a ooze. No, this this thing can control people's minds and take f whatever form it wants. It can mimic people, and it just got away. Okay. All right. Fine. Fine. We'll we'll find it. Okay. We'll find it. I'll I'll let everyone know to keep an eye out for an ooze that can change shape into anyone and anything it sees. Yeah, is that, yeah, is that what you want problem. me to say? Look, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not something easy that we're gonna be able to take care of, but we need to find a way. Okay. All right. I. All right. All right. There's special forces within the city that can work on this. I'm gonna. They they have special magics that they can use to try and locate the creature, and go from there. I just need you to give a statement of what it is. Um, here is this. Uh, he he hands you a special scroll. And it basically allows you to describe an individual, and it creates a picture of them based on your description. Um, and this okay. this image allows someone who is trying to scry on them or use a creature or some other spell similar to that to try and find them. Okay. 
So uh, yeah, that's that will help assist the more effective authorities in finding. <laughs> it's literally just going to be like a fucking Ublex. blob circle. <laughs> that's it. That's that's it. Uh, <laughs> but no, it, and, it's more uh, of an identifying thing than anything sure. else. So. Sure, sure. Yeah, and and Dirk's also going to mention uh, we should probably. Uh, Get a hold of this uh, Ermec. He's the shop owner of this U shop where this thing originated from. Uh, he he knows these things a lot better than we do, so he's probably going to be invaluable for this investigation. And that's also uh, Tebow's original. That kobold over there, his you original mean employer. <laughs> Almec, Ermec, whatever. <laughs> Close enough. I know, I know where the shop is, and I, I know he's an ooze shop owner, so good enough. Is it? <laughs> All right, well, let's let's go. We, we don't have time to waste. Let's. Adam needs some medical attention, and we got to figure out where Bertram is, but we got to figure out this, too. I'm Actually, sure he's fine. So, so Bertram, <laughs> uh, back to you for a moment. Um, you guys just, uh, like, timing-wise... Uh, this never mind that you just said was just you sent that immediately after seeing your father put it in there successfully and it's closed up now. Um, so what is your immediate actions now? What, what are you doing? Because this is kind of mattering. Like you guys are. Well, uh, father. What in the hells do we do now? Well, uh, this is going to stay in this bag until I contact better authorities than myself. Who better preserve this item? So hopefully we can destroy it. What Z- is it? Z- One moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Hold what? Adam, Bertram, where the fuck are you? Adam almost died. Uh, shit. <laughs> are you done reading? Can can we continue this conversation? I'm not sure. <laughs> Closes it. <laughs> so, so, uh, Manfred, uh, okay, so this, this is an orb. It was another form of power that they held. It was something that they used to influence others. It was a means of control that the dragons used upon others. This is a small one. Okay, and you just br- bring these in here and, and, uh, have a nice show and tell okay here's what I will tell you probably happened the woman who presented this item was the one who killed those three she killed her other three companions so it influenced her to dispatch her allies and And had had it bring it back to here to dismantle the secret Cult, <clears throat> sorry, of <clears throat> this uh, dragon blood organization. So they, they, they Seems know logical. that they know that the dragons know that you're their enemies. Yes. Would have been nice to know. Uh, well, good, good, great. Fuck, this is terrible. Um, okay. Well, uh, my friend's maybe dying. I feel like I have to 
go. Do you have a page? <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> well, um, uh, I will be in touch, I guess. Oh, <sighs> you guys exchange numbers. <laughs> I can just have the cult of idiots call me. Either way, um, <clears throat> I'm glad you didn't die. Uh, and you as well. And I'll <laughs> look over at what's his name? Brazov. Brazov, thank you. I'll look over at Brazov. I look forward to making a better second impression uh, with you, Brasov. But for now, I... I don't know. Adam might be dead or dying, and unless I can tell them I'm here, which is I don't know where, I need to leave. About now-ish, if that's fine. Yes, of course. You, you can leave now. Um, Brazov, give him the keys, please. There's keys to this place. No, to the quad motor. It's been a day. I know. If you head down this hallway, you will get to the same chair that you entered in through. Take that, and you can take the quad motor wherever you need to. We'll figure out getting it back from you later. It's not a big deal. Just go. Help your friends. Seriously. Okay, well, um, don't touch the Black Orb of Doom. And don't touch the bag. I feel like I shouldn't have to tell you this, <laughs> but apparently that's not true because you just did it. So, um, it don't be, be an idiot like the rest. Well, yes. And there's better ways to do that. Touch is not its only method of taking control. Well, it seems to be one that works really well. It only speeds up the process. Seems like a great reason not to touch it. <laughs> well, uh... Don't die, I guess. Bye? Okay. Uh, yeah, so you say that, and you walk by, and you definitely walk by Koresha. She passed. She's dead. She's dead. She failed oh. all three of her death-saving throws oh, as no. you guys were chatting oh, about this. Fuck, I forgot about her. <laughs> uh, and Koresha is definitely Person dead. would have. Cure wounds, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> um, yeah, so you guys uh, can move on. Uh, as you get up top and are messaging furiously, yeah, back just on the way, I'm just, I'm just writing to, I'm writing to Dirk. Where are you? Uh, so Dirk will respond with the exact location that Nick, as a player, is not that. Uh, yep. <laughs> that are you good staying at there the or leaving location. with Adam? Uh, yeah, uh, you know that Adam is getting taken to a medical facility, uh, right about now. Uh, so uh, you can give the medical facility that he'll be taken to, right? Um, yeah, I'm. I'm just trying to think if uh, if the best thing would be to accompany Adam to the medical facility or to continue the investigation till he's ready to join us. Um, I, I think Dirk. Uh, Seeing that like Adam was in capable hands, he would probably continue with Mudbreaker and go back to uh, Almex oozes to get more information. Okay, sure, not a problem. Um, so before we kind of end this episode, there's one last loose end that we need to tie up, 
And I think uh, Tebow would agree with me here. Uh, where's his money? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Tebow's going to uh, follow Mudbreaker and Dirk <laughs> to his boss. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so Tebow rushes up to them as they're chatting and like interjects and like forces his way in. Mudbreaker's, what do you want? Paid. How much did we agree to pay him as he looks up at Dirk? I recall it was a lot. I, I believe we said pay stubs were required. Do you, do you have your pay stubs with you? I notified my supervisor when I clocked in, which is when you hired me and my supervisors, these guys, one of which is almost dead, but isn't because <laughs> here I am. <laughs> Dirk, Dirk's just like furiously writing like a like a like a. <laughs> I don't know how long it's been, but there's stub. definitely some hazard pay from, in there. from the time uh, that they started. Uh, uh, life and death circumstance and, uh, you know, prior gangs that wanted your guys dead. <laughs> and, and Dirk's just going to look at Mudbreaker. It's like. Adam was keeping track of this earlier, but uh, I'll I'll do the best I can. Uh, <laughs> okay, all right, just... <laughs> Dirk, make make an intelligence check <laughs> to come up with appropriate number. Oh fuck, not bad. God damn, I'm rolling hot. Uh, it's eighteen plus uh, uh four, so it's twenty two. Okay, cool. So with a twenty two, um, you you hand Mugbreaker this these details of the accounting information, and he's just he seems impressed. He's like. Oh, for someone who has someone else handle your finances, pretty good at it. Uh, seems all in order. Um, take take uh, this. He scribbles down something in his handwriting and signs it, passes it to you. Take this to the Eastgate downtown police department. They will be able to give you the information that you need and uh, the money that you need. Tebow will snatch it from his grasp and look at it. Uh, the number is, uh, good. Very good. Very, very good. <laughs> I just kind of nodded, Dirk. And uh, it's, it's like a nice a, crease in the middle of it. It's, it's like two weeks worth of pay for you. It's a start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I mean, I guess I could finish my shift. You guys are head back to the. Shot. <laughs> All right. So um, we are going to leave you guys as Tebow is heading back to the shop. Dirk is going with him and Bertram is converging on their position as well. And Adam is in critical condition. He is. He is currently. However, he has regained consciousness. Um, and due to Adam kind of like informing them that like uh, I, they, they were able to determine that Adam has taken way too many capsules in a short period of time. And mm -hmm. they're unable to give you capsules to bring you back. <laughs> so it's going to require a short rest for you to even be sure. conscious at this point. So. Um, oh, yeah, because I was poisoned. You were, you were poisoned <laughs> by taking too many of them. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And we're going to leave you guys here as we took a while to kind of wrap up all this. But I think it was a lot of stuff that needed to be addressed. Next time, yeah. we are finally going to be back together, except for Adam, of course. So this will be interesting to see how we play this out. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. Talk to you later. Bye. See you. Bye, guys.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Dice Heist. Next episode will be released on Sunday, October 3rd. And this episode is actually not going to be a regular Dice Heist episode. Instead, this is going to be the first hour of our one-shot onslaught that we are releasing on our Patreon as a little bit of teaser for those of you that are not part of our Patreon yet. And if you'd like to hear the rest of it, you guys can join us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash dice heist. Um, so we're going to play about the first hour of that instead of a regularly scheduled episode. Uh, and it is titled Sweet Dreams. It is a horror-themed one-shot done by our very own Nick. Uh, played, by, played in by myself, Aaron Bronson, and friend of the show, Josh. I'd like to thank all the people that make this show possible, starting, of course, with Aaron for playing Bertram, Bronson for playing Adam, and Nick for playing Dirk, and for letting us use his song Something For Now for our intro and outro. I'd also like to thank my wife, Erica, for her support and her wonderful work on our show notes. Uh, I'd like to thank BattleBards.com for their help improving our show by giving Zach access to their immense library of battle music, background music, and other sound effects. Check us out on Patreon.com, as I mentioned before, by going to Patreon.com slash Dice Heist, where you can help support the show and gain access to bonus content like our after show and our one-shot mini-series. Uh, we currently have one up, and as mentioned before, uh, we'll have two uh, up very shortly for you guys to enjoy. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter at Dice underscore Heist and on Facebook at Dice Heist Podcast. Feel free to reach out to us there, or you can always send us an email at DiceHeistPodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of Dice Heist.